Well, we have, uh, we've gone back to uh, the Old Testament in our morning sermon series. Uh, we're in Genesis 15, and I want to look at the verses that are around Genesis 15, uh, uh, chapter 15, verse 15. And um, it says there, Genesis 15, 15, and the Lord is speaking to Abram. Now, as for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried at a good old age. This is just a wonderful, kind word from the Lord to Abram. What, what would you, how would life be for you if, whether you've got 70 years ahead of you or just seven years ahead of you, what would it be like if God told you, there's a lot that's going to happen between now and then, but this you can know for sure. You're going to go to sleep with your fathers and it's going to be peaceful. You'll be buried, you'll live to a good old age. Uh, the end is going to be just fine. That would really frame the, the way the rest of your life went. And, and, and even the troubles that came up, it would, it would kind of bracket. How bad could it be? How, how bad is this going to be? It's not going to be bad for, for him. Now, this, this brings us to this, this, um, this tricky um, discomfort that we often find ourselves with the Lord. Because sometimes we want God to show us more. We're wondering about how is this going to turn out? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about um, uh, this relationship. Is this relationship going to turn out? Will I have a relationship? Who are you going to give me, Lord? Or my application? Is this application going to be accepted? Will I be approved? Uh, maybe concern about a loved one. Will? When? When? If at all? When will my loved one get to a good place. And, and because we don't know, it, that's a lot of the stress for us. And it's killing us. And you can see that in Genesis 15, a little bit earlier, verse 8. This is, this is um, part of, of what was difficult for Abram. Genesis 15, verse 8. Abram said to the Lord, Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it? This is what's really bugging him. He doesn't know. He doesn't know, how, how am I going to get this land? And so the, the difficulty is sometimes God has chosen for us with our situation to, to withhold the end from us. He withholds the answers. He's even maybe even silent. And that's an uncomfortable place to sit. And so our, our response sometimes can be when we're, we're just in this tension of, of seeing, Lord, I, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I'm very burdened about it we might worry and, and we just fret and we just play it over and over in our mind. Or, or we might fume about it. We're just so frustrated. We're pretty sure it's not going to go well. We're pretty sure the end result will be the bad result. And so we're fuming and, and we're, we're, we're agitated. Or maybe we don't, we don't worry. Maybe we're not fuming about it, but maybe we meddle. We don't know how it's going to turn out. And so we're going to machinate as we as we're able, we're going to try to meddle to try to force the outcome or to get information so we can find out, well, how's it going to go? And we, and we, and we start digging inappropriately to try to figure out, well, what's that person thinking? What's the office going to say or do? And, and, and uh, we're, not, we're troubled. So sometimes we want God to show us more. And you see that with Abram. He's just saying, like, how do I know, Lord, that I'm going to inherit the land? Now, on the other end of that, sometimes something is before us and it's just too much for us. We don't want the Lord to show us more about it. We wish he did not show us 
more. We, we, we wish he had shown us less. And, and you see this also with Abram in this passage. Uh, Abram, um, Genesis 15, verses 13 and 14. God tells him more about what's going to happen in the future, and it's not good. Genesis 15, verse 13. Then the Lord said to Abram, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them, so slavery and exile, and they will afflict them 400 years, and so all centuries of slavery and exile. And also, the nation whom they serve, I will judge. Afterward, they, will come out, they shall come out with great possessions. And so, sometimes the challenge is, it's not that God isn't showing us enough. God isn't giving us the guarantee. Sometimes he tells us too much. Who wants to know that for the next four centuries, your family, your descendants, your kids, your grandkids, they're going to be ripped from the land. They're going to be put in slavery. And it's going to go on for four centuries. That's, that's, that's more than we, we were asking to know about. But here's what we see tonight. Whether we're wanting God to show us more. Lord, tell me. Tell me the details. Or don't show me these details. This is just too much. We know this. Jesus will not show us more than we can bear. Jesus will not give us more than we can bear. You can think of places like John 16, 12. Jesus said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. And so what he's saying is, there are things that would be too much for you to bear. And so I'm not going to show you now. I will show you, but not until you can bear it. And so Jesus will not show us more than we can bear. Why is it that there are things that we can't bear? Well, one reason is sometimes to learn more or he's withholding because we lack the maturity to handle it. It's too much because we're not mature enough for it. Places like 1 Corinthians 3 verse 2 Paul says, I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it. And even now you are still not able. And so it's, it, to some extent, it is okay to not be the fully, complete, mature person that you will be in 10 years or when Christ has finished glorifying you. Sometimes there are things now that we're just not yet mature enough to handle. And, and the Lord knows. And he, it, it would be like giving... Um, uh, a, 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 a lighter to a child. They're just not mature enough to handle it. They will be eventually, but, but they can't handle uh, being able to, to deal with a live flame at this point. So sometimes he doesn't show us what, uh, what we want um, because we're not mature enough. Sometimes, though, he, he doesn't give us all the details or he gives us the details he does give us. Um, and it's because our hearts aren't right. Our hearts are not right towards the Lord. Think of places like Hebrews 5, 11. The writer there says, of whom we have much to say and hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. As, as our hearts are just kind of becoming lukewarm, it affects our, not just our hearts, but our hearing. And we just become thick to receive what the Lord has said. We're just not receptive. Uh, we're, we're, we're tuned into something else. Our priorities are... We've put something higher than the Lord. And, and so the Lord sometimes says, because of where your heart is right now, you just can't handle this. Or I'm going to withhold some of this information. Um, and so that's sometimes why um, we can't bear it. But whatever the case is, 
Um, it's also true that when he withholds what we want him to tell us and show us, or he, he gives us what seems like too much, but it's in measure, he is, he is certainly forming in us, in, the, in that place of discomfort and, and tension and waiting, he's forming in us hope and endurance. He's forming a hope in you and an endurance that you wouldn't have if he, if he didn't put you in this, this uncomfortable place of, of too much or, or not enough. Uh, Romans 5, verses 3 and 4. Not only that, we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. So this is what Christ is doing. This is what the Lord is doing by withholding the, the answers to questions and certainties that we want, or by showing us these things that, are, that we feel overwhelmed. Uh, what will help us, though? What will help us when we see, we see too much of what's coming up and, and we're, we're fearful? Or, or we don't see enough and we're frustrated? What will help us? Well, I, I think what, one thing that does help us is, is when we come to Christ in the gospel, we see that in the gospel, Jesus saw more than he could bear. He saw more than he could bear. He said, let this cup pass from me, yet not my will be done, but thy will be done. And the, the pressure was so agonizing that it says that Jesus sweat drops of blood uh, under the, the pressure of what he saw that was before him, in front of him, about to happen. And, and so this is what it tells you. When you're in a similar, but certainly not as, as crushing situation as Jesus, Jesus was crushed by more than you could bear so that you will never have to face the unbearable. You'll, you're not going to have to go through the wrath of God or the abandonment of God. God is pleased with you. His wrath is done. You will never face anything that will be anywhere near the wrath of God because of your sins. And you'll never be abandoned by God. Whatever you go, no matter how barren it seems, how, how long the unbearable seems to go on, he will not abandon you because Christ was abandoned for us. And so that comes up in, in situations like this. Um, maybe I can give an illustration. I, um, these days with some of the situations that I'm in, I, I, I head into meetings where I know at the meeting there will be someone or people who will be angry. People who will be displeased. There's conflict. Maybe I'm not a direct party to it, but you know, if you're if you're there, it can it can turn on you. There will be demands, and there'll be unhappy people, and I don't like that. There's there's a lot of that that I just don't like. Um, I I go into it, and sometimes I want to know how this is going to turn out. I would like to know before I go into this meeting how is this going to turn out. How are people going to respond? Will people be receptive? Will I will I mess this up? Uh, is there a perfect path to success through this tangled, tricky situation? And I don't know. I don't know, but I can tell that inside, as I anticipate this, I've got fear of the wrath of people, fear of the wrath of man. I've, I've also got this, this concern about the shame that could happen if I fail, if I, if I, if I can't be part of a, a solution and helping things get better. What if they get worse? I'll, I'll feel ashamed. I'll feel like, what, what did I do? How did I, I made it worse. Well, this helps me. This helps me. I know that Jesus faced unbearable wrath for me. 
so that I will never face it in its fullness. I never will. And so whatever happens, even if people are upset, it's just nothing. It's nothing compared to the wrath that Jesus already faced and that I'll never have to face. It just it kind of tones down how high the temperature actually is that I go under. And, and let's say I go into these, these situations and I'm trying to maybe be a peacemaker or try to bring some wisdom, uh, and, but what if I fail? What if I say something stupid? What if I say something self-serving? And I'm all concerned, like, oh, how's this going to go? Well, I remember this. I remember that Jesus was already covered with all of my failures, and I have been given his success. God is pleased with me because Jesus succeeded where it really mattered. And so with, with that, to deal with my fear and my shame, I can go into these things and I'm not as overwhelmed as I might be. 